You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hello, and welcome to the show, the Phil and Michelle Show. So happy to have you today. Now, again, we are not registered therapists, but um, be happy to help in any way we can. Call in questions. Uh, <laughs> you know the email here. We're try to get through the emails as quick as we can and uh, answer those tough to uh, answer questions because that's what Michelle does best. <laughs> okay. We'll turn it over to you now, Michelle, for the questions. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Um, I'll get the coffee. I'll get the M&M's. Welcome to episode number 49 of Life Repurposed. I have a special treat for you today. I have in the studio my husband, Phil Rayburn, who has never been on my show before. And we're going to be talking about our new book that is coming out very soon. It's called Classic Marriage, Staying in Love as Your Odometer Climbs. And in this book, I wrote chapters about our 30 years of marriage, including some humorous observations and some practical tips. And then Phil gave commentary throughout the book in Speech Balloons. And so I'm going to invite Phil to say hello to all of my listeners. Hello. It's uh, great to be here. And... um yeah, you said a special treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that, but yeah, I'm um, am glad to be part of the book, and hopefully, um, you know, some of the guys out there will be able to just read some of those um, short balloons and get a laugh. Yeah, because uh, uh, Phil's all about the laugh, really. Um, some days, like yes. your day is made if you can get a laugh out of someone, right? That's what I like to do. And people have to listen um, really carefully because Phil says a lot of things under his breath. And so he might say something funny and you totally miss it. I may have to explain myself sometimes. Sometimes, yes. yes. And yes, I do that on occasion. Yes. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about chapter one of our book because you might as well start at the first chapter, right? Uh, chapter one's always a good one to start <laughs> It's a good at. place and to some, start when some, you're reading a book. Some people go right to the end. And, <laughs> yeah. But okay, so we're going to be talking about chapter one, and this is our story of how we met and how we started dating. So we met in the best place to meet somebody. We met at church. We met at yes, church. we did meet at church, and I remember very distinctly to this day looking across the auditorium and going hey new people Mm -hmm. and uh, afterwards my mom made sure that I was able to show you to our Sunday school room right yes and I was happy to do so and then it was uh, love at first sight right um well no actually I thought you were much younger than you were at (laughs) first so um but then I realized that you weren't actually as young as me. Yeah, as I, I was thought. not 12. Right. Yeah, I and was 15. I was old. I was 15. Well, 15, yes, very old. And, uh, yeah, so then it was the following summer when you asked me out for the first time. I did. I asked you to... Oh, it was, oh what, what is today? Today's July 5 when we're recording this. It was... It was July 6, I think, when you asked me out. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. on the 4th I'm, of July... Oh, yeah, we played like, softball with the church. That's and, right. 
and I was making sure I shared my um, glove. I shared your my baseball, baseball glove. glove. We're on opposite, we, opposite teams. teams, so I was happy to. Mm-hmm. You know, and do you that. sent some of your friends over to ask if I liked you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, so I clearing, that. clearing the way to make sure that. If I if you did ask me out, that I at least liked you, right? That is correct. I could only handle so much disappointment in one day. Yeah. So, um, but yes, I, uh, the news came back that you know, yeah, you would thought I was a nice guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> so then it was a couple of days after the Fourth of July when you called my house yeah. and wanted to ask me to go somewhere with you. Yeah, um, my friends company was having a company picnic and i was gonna see if you could join us on that out at the lake and uh yeah do some other activities out there and i called and um you were at work Mm -hmm. so i um, so you did the most logical thing any boy could do i invited your brother yeah Yeah, he asked my brother on our first date just for the record yeah Mm -hmm. you know um out of sheer uh, nervousness um of talking to your mom of course yes panic uh, not that hello and i you know hey your brother was uh, a friend too so but uh in in the meantime your mom was uh just so uh nice to uh, say well you know what michelle gets off yeah she saw through the whole thing and Uh, and knew you didn't intend to ask my brother out right um yeah Yeah. i would say she probably (laughs) knew that yes i didn't have my license yet so she offered to drive me out to the lake after work that was, uh, yeah, very nice of your mother to do that, and uh, very. Uh, she must have thought you were a nice boy. Um, My parents have always thought you were a nice boy. You know, you can. They can, probably like you more than they like me. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's not I at all so. true. Not at all true. No. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I mean, my parents bad, love bad. me. Yes. But, <laughs> no, you're. But I, I think you can do with, no wrong. With good parents. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that. Yeah, you know, that was a. That then we went to Dairy Queen afterwards, and uh, I remember um, being a little bit short on change, but <coughs> just enough to buy an ice cream cone. For you. <laughs> a little and bit then, nervous. Uh, oh, very nervous. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe had to buy another shirt because of. Uh, Are you almost um, as nervous right now about being on the podcast? Um, do you maybe have to, do you have to go change your shirt. Maybe more. Maybe more. <laughs> you know, on, being on podcasts, being on camera, not my thing. <laughs> no, we, we're not um, even on camera of, now. That video stuff is all done. Out of love for my <laughs> wife, I am here. And out of love for our readers. And a love for our readers. Mm-hmm. If this could uh, bring any encouragement or help at all, right. it's all worth it. But uh, yeah. yeah. So nervous boy asked me out, and uh, our first official date then was really to. A classic auto show. A classic yeah. car show of where all else? things. Where else? For us, thirty go? years later, yeah. to be still in into classic cars. Yep. Um, yep. It was, I, I don't know where else you would go on a first date, but to a classic auto <laughs> to show. To a classic car show. Yeah. So uh, that was like in what nineteen eighty five. Probably nineteen eighty five. So yep. thirty five years ago, we went on our first date right after the Fourth of July. So we're we're right in that same window of time right now, 35 years ago. So he asked out, he asked me out after he took my brother, <laughs> and then the rest was uh, all. It all ended happily ever after, right? Oh yeah, we uh, 
again, no, never had a fight. Yeah. Never um, had a disagreement. We never had a disagreement how to raise our it's kids. It's all sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, you know, supper on the table every night. Um, and, you know, it's just been, it's been mm-hmm. great. It's sure. been like, and yeah, and if you can't tell, that's a bit of sarcasm. Yeah, it's hard to tell your sarcasm Sorry, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, definitely not the case. Yeah. Um, I, I remember sitting next to your grandfather um, at maybe your parents' 40th wedding anniversary and going, man, sometimes marriage is hard. <laughs> sometimes things just don't go like you anticipate. And uh, I didn't get maybe the advice I thought he was going to say. He just said, oh, I've never, like, he says, I don't think we've ever argued at all in our whole life. And I was like, wow, what is, what is wrong with me? Yeah, and, so we uh, should say there that, <laughs> it, that fighting is not, the sign of of bad marriage because some couples don't argue but um it's what we do with our fights so sometimes ours have been a little bit toxic but then sometimes they're not i get i'm probably more the toxic one (laughs) although you're you're more the let's not talk about it so right i'd rather not have the confrontation yeah but it's very important that we do too right because otherwise we just don't work through it yeah so we've we've learned over the years that um, part of having a good marriage is being able to talk through the things, to not just run away or walk away when things get hard. And we aren't going to go into the whole story here because we would take this podcast episode would be way longer than we intended. I mean, I told you that we would try to get 10 minutes and we've been talking 10 minutes already. Aren't you amazed? Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, I'm not going to give the whole first chapter, but we go into one of our biggest fights in that. And one of the ones that we didn't even really resolve until a lot of years later. So, for the listeners out there, this is important to know that one of our goals with writing this book is that we want you to still resolve some things that you've maybe tried to ignore and thought it's over with, but they actually might be things that have hurt your communication. So I'll give you a little hint. It's based on a gift that Phil gave me for a birthday that I didn't receive very well. Not not too well. No. no. Okay, and you're going to have to read the book to find out what that is, because I'm not going to give it away. Um, but in the book, we talk about how he reacted, how I reacted, and then how it was probably, I don't know, 15 years or longer before we actually had a conversation where we could rationally talk about how we both felt about it. Right. It's best if you don't wait that long. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 15 years is a bit of time. Yeah. But the important message is it's never too late. That is correct. If you have something that's standing between you and you haven't worked through it, you still can. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So as we... (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) Oh, they can't see us. He's making faces at me. All right, so we we know that gift giving is not Phil's love language, and you'll find out about that in the book. And then we talk about uh, going back and talking about some of those things. So in the back of every chapter, in the end of every chapter, there's something called tune-up time. Why 
why do we call it tune-up time? Um, you know, I'm a car guy, so, you know, cars need to be tuned. They need to be, uh, you know, uh, there's always something that needs to be fixed or done, especially with classic cars. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the same goes with our marriage. It's yeah, so even though there's keep... some rust on it and stuff, and... it still runs. You know, it's not perfect, but... Right. So in the tune-up time, we give some questions where couples can take out the list on a date night or an in stay at home because that's cheaper stay at home date nights are great so if you go through some of the questions you can pick and choose and even if you don't both read the chapter maybe a lot of wives like to read the whole book and guys like to skim they could maybe just read phil's comments in the balloons throughout the book but then on the tune-up time we encourage you to sit down and have a conversation talk about your first date talk about uh, some of the bigger conflicts in your marriage and how they ended. And we are going to encourage you to take a pause and actually look back and see if there are any that you haven't resolved. We, we've we resolved all of ours now, right? Um, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. Good yeah. answer. <laughs> no, probably not. No. There's probably more we can discover. So uh, around our 25th anniversary, we participated maybe it wasn't quite that long ago but we participated in a group at church where we had supper watched some videos and then had some discussions so that and um, some of the other things that we did like video series and stuff over the years have helped us to progress in our marriage but I think it's important to say that none of those was the one fix uh, no, no. You, it's, it's always working on it. So yeah. if you go through a video series or you go to, uh, we, we went to marriage retreats, like we'd been married 10 years, 15 years, we've gone to those. You come home with some ideas and you think, I'm going to do the things I need to do to make this a good marriage. And then everyday uh, life comes, right? Correct. Yes. I'd, it would be nice if it was that easy. Yeah. But it's work. So the idea in our book is that it's a constant work in progress, always tuning up. And so we want to go to that marriage retreat, read that book, do the thing, do these discussion questions, but then do continue to do more and grow that marriage. So those are questions that are in the back. Um, Some of them are ones that might produce some fun discussion, talking about fun things, and some of them might be a little bit heavier. But the idea is for your marriage to grow into one that would also go the distance. And that's why it's staying in love as your odometer climbs. So as we wrap up, I want to ask Phil how he would define romance. Oh, tough question. I'm putting him on the spot. Uh, I didn't tell him it ahead. um, I think romance can be different for all people, but uh, I think it depends upon what you find your spouse really likes and and I think uh, then that would be whatever you like I know we talked about the um, love languages and things Mm -hmm. like that and I think if we can um, move forward with some of those love languages and uh, to me I think that would be romance for your your spouse to see that you're trying to you know um, Mm -hmm. do those things for your spouse yeah that's actually a good definition um, when you think about it Doing the thing that your spouse appreciates the most? That's, yeah, you know. Some spouses might find you doing the dishes is Mm -hmm. a great romantic thing. Mm -hmm. 
And That'd be, yeah. So this is based on Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages. We briefly mentioned that in the book. Briefly, And yes. um, so, yeah. So we talk about how different that can be. Like, some people appreciate acts of service. Some people love gifts. Actually, we've determined I don't need mm, gifts. That's that's a good, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need quality time. as you know, I'm not. A good gift. <laughs> He's not a good giver. gift. Yeah. Um, oh, then yeah. now they want to read that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree that it is about knowing what your spouse appreciates the most. And that's how we stay in love is to do something for somebody else. So love isn't about what I get as much as about what I give. And then the more we both give, the more, I guess, the happier we both are. So I always give a resource at the end of each episode. And so you can guess that the resource that I'm going to be mentioning today is our book, Classic Marriage, Staying in Love as the Odometer Climbs. I will have a link to that, which is um, potentially not live yet, but there will be a pre-order page. And you will find that at michellerayburn.com slash 49 for this episode and you'll be able to get some of the free resources that I have for the book and since this is before the launch you will also be able to get some information there about the launch party and find out how you can be part of that because I'm going to be giving away a lot of books not only ours but some other helpful marriage resources so go to michellerayburn.com slash 49 and I hope that you will tune in next time because Phil's going to be back yeah say goodbye Okay. Hey, it's been great. Thanks for having me, uh, Michelle. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.